Treasure your faith. In all things, treasure your faith in Christ more than anything else. And do what you know is right. That's what we're going to talk about this time around. And we're going to be looking in 1 Timothy chapter 1. It's going to be a small verse, but it's very powerful. If you want, you can look at the back history of it or more. But this is um, Paul writing to Timothy. And in verse 18 from chapter 1, it says, Timothy, my son, I am giving you this command in keeping with the prophecies once made about you, so that by recalling them, you may fight the battle well, holding on to faith and a good conscience, which some have rejected and so suffered shipwreck with regard to the faith. What's Paul talking about? Well, for one, The elders had laid hands beforehand on Timothy and prophesied over him what his life would be like. So he's trying to remind Timothy of what God called him to be. That's the first part. The second part of that was holding on to his faith and a good conscience, which some have rejected and so suffered shipwreck with regard to the faith. How can you hold on to a good conscience? How can you hold on when things are going wrong in life? How can you hold on in your faith when people you love disappoint you? When your health fades? We can go on and on with a list of things that can literally break a person's spirit. In fact, let's take a look at that for just a minute. We can go through the Bible, and sometimes I think we look at it like an old history book, that those times really aren't relevant to ours, or their sufferings are different from our sufferings. But regardless, so many things in this world distract us from doing the very things that God called us to do. So why is this one piece of scripture to Timothy, which seems so small, a couple of verses, just verse 18 and 19, why are they so important for us? For one, I think it's important because he's basically pre-warning Timothy that, look, stuff's going to get hard. Things are going to come and they're going to happen, but don't forget what was prophesied over your life. Don't forget what Christ said he was going to have you do. Don't forget who you are. And then also, don't forget the past and what God called you to do. But he said, hold on to your faith and good conscience. Because he's saying some people rejected it and have suffered for it. We've all been there. I don't think it matters who you are or how grounded in uh, the Bible you are or how many times you've been to church or youth camp if you're that of age or if you grew up in church your whole life or not. We've all been there where we did not stay on that straight and narrow path God wanted us to. So I'm going to read a little something. It actually was just an underlay in my Bible. 
It says, treasure your faith, your faith in Christ more than anything else and do what you know is right. Each time you deliberately ignore your conscience, you are hardening your heart. Eventually, your capacity to tell right from wrong will diminish. As you walk with God, He will speak to you through your conscience, letting you know the difference between right and wrong, and when you are making a bad choice. Be sure to act on those inner tugs so that you do what is right, then your conscience will remain clear. Timothy also had Paul to hold him accountable and to encourage him. So, I wanted to read that and also to say, if you can... Find someone to hold you accountable in those weak moments because I think what's so great about the relationship between Paul and Timothy, these are two great men of God. When we think of great men of the Bible, of course, everyone knows the Apostle Paul. And then everyone remembers Timothy, young Timothy. But we don't really think about the fact that they needed people too. They needed people to remind them of who they were. So this is really a short devotional, I guess you can say a short lesson. I've gone through something, and I don't want to just say recently. It seems like a never-ending roller coaster ride. Have you ever been there? Sometimes you get on social media and you see people and you're just like, how are you that happy all of the time? (laughs) Or how did they get so lucky and find the perfect partner in life and have the perfect marriage? How did their kids turn out so great? And yet I tried to raise my kids the same way, but my kids aren't following God the way that I thought. Or why is it that I keep hustling at work and it seems like everyone else is passing me by and I feel like I'm contributing more but I get less? Or why are all these health issues happening to me? I've tried to take care of my body, but yet I still suffer. When we go through things like that, it honestly can eat away at your conscience, right? Our thoughts, a lot of people think it's your heart. Our heart controls a lot of our feelings, but our thoughts, they really can get in there. We can get so consumed with our thoughts, our conscience. That, that and That's what a conscience is. It's just your thought. And that's what he's talking about here. It's basically, it's honestly getting into Timothy's head and saying, hey, don't forget who you are. And I think what God's trying to say to to me and to you right now is, hey, I don't know where you sit right now. I don't know where you are today. I don't know if I'm speaking to a teenage kid, if I'm speaking to an, an elderly grandparent or a mom, a dad, single, divorced, I mean, married. I have no idea. But I do know one thing. In this life, we will have trouble, and God said that. What God is trying to do through Paul and through Timothy here is say, Hey, don't forget who you are. And don't get in the habit either, because I used to do this too of thinking, But I'm not like Paul, and I'm not like Timothy. No, we're not. 
You were uniquely made. God knew who you were before you were born. He predestined you. That's in scripture. So when things are a little out of tune in your life, or let's just say it's a lot, a lot of out of tune. (laughs) I'm country, okay? So it's just all over the place. Your life is a mess. And say your life isn't just a mess today. It's been a mess for years. And no matter how much you cling to God, no matter how much you read his word and you pray, and you're just confused by it all because you just feel like, man, I just keep trying to get closer to God and get closer to God. But just, just you've got to remember who you are in Christ. And you got to remember that the closer that you get to Christ, the more the devil's going to be on your tail. I remember when I surrendered to ministry in my early 20s, people would tell me that. I even remember when I first got saved. I got saved when I was nine years old um, through a vacation Bible school. And I remember even then being little, people saying, uh, you know, be careful because, you know, once you're saved, the devil's going to be after you. I had no idea how true that really was. But man, has it been true. And sometimes I forget what Paul was trying to remind Timothy, and that's remember who you are. Remember that you're God's. And if you're like, well, I'm not called to ministry like Timothy or anything else. You were called to something. You were called to be a great mom or dad. You were called to be great at your profession and be godly in all your characteristic as a business person. You were called to be Christ-like. You were called to be a fisher of men. You're God's child. You were called, no matter what that calling may look like in your life. And the second, such an important thing. Don't forget who you are when the mess comes. When that mess comes and you feel overwhelmed and you've cried so many tears and you just really don't know what else to do, take a while, sit back. I I literally recently just did that, not long, but for about four days, I just shut down my social media. I even had a little post on there and I try not to post anything that reveals anything about my struggle on social media because I, I don't know why we're so afraid of that. I think we're afraid of judgment no matter how it comes. But I tuned out for four days and then I did something even crazy in today's age. I actually turned my phone completely off and said, you know what, I'm not going to pick it up because my mind's not right. I didn't want to answer any other questions. I didn't want to get distracted by anything on the social media or the news. So I let some key people know, you know what, if you're in trouble, call these friends. But I'm going off the grid for the weekend because I had to get that conscious part right. I had to remind myself that even though I'm struggling right now, 
there's some real struggles in my life and some heartache going on in my life. But I had to get my head right. Not just my heart, but my head. Because we will tell ourselves lies. We will convince ourselves that God didn't call us. We will convince ourselves that God doesn't love us. We will convince ourselves that, well, you know, I know God loves me and he died for my sins, but this is all I get in life. And we will just, we will literally convince our own self, we don't even need anyone's help, that we're worthless, that we'll never get it right. Me, I'm a self-blamer. I will convince myself that everything that happens to me, whether it's from someone hurting me, uh, breaking my heart, whether it's a health problem, I will literally uh, self-sabotage. I will just blame myself instead of just saying, you know what? No, this is a sinful world and things are going to happen. People are going to portray you that you thought would love you all of your life. People will break your heart. They will disappoint you. Sometimes you can eat all your vegetables and do all your workouts and drink all your water. And just like that, in the blink of an eye, a virus can come around or just um, something inside of you can happen. And you have no idea why you're sick, but you're sick. And our minds will play these tricks on us that say, this is as good as it gets. You're saved and that's as good as it gets, but that is not as ha- that's not as good as it gets. Go back. Get in God's word. Re- remind yourself who God says you are. That you are a child of God. And not only that, treasure your faith in Christ. What does that mean to treasure your faith in Christ? What that means is if you um, sit down like I did this weekend and you just say, you know what, I'm putting the phone down. You know what, I'm not going to look at anything. I'm not going to. And it's kind of awkward, believe me, in this world where you've got so many things that can entertain you. Just to sit around and be like, I'm not going to look at anything. And if I do do anything useful in my time, because I'll tell you, I mean, after a while, it kind of gets a little, little bit eerily quiet. But aside from listening to Christian music and reading my Bible, you know, it's like, I'm going to get up and clean my house and I'm going to do this. And I'm not going to sit here and just, just dwell the entire time on how sad I am or some of the things that have been happening, not only to me, but some dear friends of mine. But what does it mean to treasure? Christ, treasure that. I had to remind myself, and then I want to remind you if you're in a place like that right now. He told Timothy, holding on to your faith in a good conscience. When nothing else makes sense in your life, hold on to your faith. When people that you thought would never, ever turn their back on you break your heart into a million pieces and you just think, I can't bear anymore, hold on to your faith. 
when you feel like the world itself is just falling apart and letting you down, hold on to your faith. Treasure it. And when you just don't have the answers, when you just can't make people happy, when you just can't find the right words, treasure your faith and say, you know what? God, you said that I'm this. And God, no matter what, at the end of this life, I have you. But not only the end of this life do I have you, but right now in this very moment, I have you. And you are a treasure to me, God. You are the one solid foundation I have in my life. Everything else in life is uncertain. My job is uncertain. Our finances, they don't have really any security. We like to think they do. Our relationships are uncertain, even though we think sometimes they are. We can't control anything. But one thing we can do is cling to the cross, cling to Jesus, cling to our faith, hold on to it. And the more we hold on to our faith, if that's all we have, it is enough. Find your peace in Jesus. You may still cry and you may still get disappointed. But I promise you, you will be able to fight the good fight. You will be able to finish your race because we all have one. Because God said so. I hope you are blessed. And I pray that anybody out there hearing this that's losing their faith, don't lose hope. If they all went away and it's just you and God, I promise you, just you and God is just enough.